Welcome back to the Connect Podcast. I'm Derek Miller, Senior Pastor at River Valley Christian Fellowship. And uh, joining me today, uh, Logan is back. Hello. At the it's controls. Been, it's been so long. It's been so long. So long. Yeah. It's nice to see you, listener. Yeah. <laughs> listener. <laughs> Come on. We have more than one. Oh, sorry. Listeners. We've got Joel DeVries. That's true. Hi, Joel. Yeah. Joel's Joel's on. Uh, he's on point all the time. Yeah. We're going to have to get him He's ready. This. He's ready. I mean, he's our, waiting, he's, he said he was waiting for 10 episodes to drop at once. Oh. Okay. Like a whole series. Like, he figured that's why we had been delaying. Oh, because we were preparing. We were, yeah. That's we, cute. That's cute, isn't that's it? That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our other fan, Nick, I mean, we just had him on. Yeah, That was a great episode. Yeah, it was. It was nice to talk to uh, Nick and Ashley show. Berkey. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you haven't listened to that one, check that one out. Hey, how was that? Getting to have banter at the beginning of an episode about somebody that knew anything about sports? You know, it was it what? was very, very good. So what I experience. thought, I just thought we would keep this this thing rolling. Yeah. And so, so essentially, we're turning your mic off about now. Yeah. And then, like, for some and reason, then I'm, I'm going to introduce our guest here because getting quiet. Or... Yeah. <laughs> because because <laughs> we're moving on. We're yeah. moving on. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining us at the controls. Yeah. And... You know, I've got to talk to Mike about this, but I've got a conspiracy theory about the Connect Podcast. I think that you're trying to replace me and Mike. Oh, you think I, so? I think you're trying to find some different co-hosts that get are more <laughs> enjoyable to talk to. And uh, well, we haven't unionized or anything. Uh, yeah, that would be a small, small... But you will hear from my legal counsel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and Mike don't have anything to worry about. Number one, I have no idea how to run this control board. That's true. Okay? That's, that's one thing. That's job security. Uh, secondly, no, you guys are fun to talk to when we're not talking about sports we're talking about the shire <laughs> we're talking about the shire you're in it you know it's true or you know some fake uh planetary system in star wars yeah it's not fake it's it's well fiction. no yeah well it, it, fake it exists to someone it well in someone's mind and yeah that feels subjective <laughs> <laughs> oh man well hey we're moving on from you you don't hear about the derived character attributes of people of coruscant of Coruscant. No, okay. no, no. Okay. You Cris- Do you say Coruscant or Croissant? Coruscant. It's <laughs> much would, different than I croissant. I wouldn't mind a croissant right now. Croissants are good. They are. Hey, have you ever done like the whole 30? Have you done one of these? No, but I understand somebody you know uh, has done one. Are you doing it? Yeah. I'm in like day four. Are you? That's day why five. you look so angry. Do I look angry? <laughs> yeah. 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 You... yeah. Well, that's, that's what no sugar will do for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they... you're coming down off of something. Yeah. Yeah, this like is actually sugar. my third time doing this, um, and it gets worse. Does it? it gets so worse. it's your third time. So uh, whole thirty, mm-hmm. right? So what does this entail? Yeah, it's like a. I mean, is this going to be? Is this going to be boring? Yeah, let's just let's just talk to our. Let's guess. move on. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. No, just... tell me, tell me what. No, about. it's a, it's a, uh, it, it's a diet of sorts to kind of help reset your system, uh, where you remove things that have preservatives, sugar. There's no grain, no dairy. Um, so that's like most food right yeah, there. Yeah, pretty um, much. Gluten? No, no gluten. Yeah. yeah no bread. How, how did gluten become such a bad guy? You know what's weird? I don't know how that <laughs> happened because, I mean, if, if this this word, gluten, uh, I didn't know this You didn't word grow up with for, gluten? No. had no yeah. idea what gluten was. Had no idea. So um, Back in the 40s, you guys didn't know. <laughs> wow. 40s? Wow. What? Sorry. Late 40s. You guys had no idea what gluten was, right? Come on. Come on. 
I'm going to introduce our guest. That's right. I'll let I'll let him in on this. Hey, uh, joining us today, we're very very happy to have Jeff Mulliken uh, with us. Uh, Jeff is the head baseball coach at Olivet Nazarene University. So everybody, welcome Jeff. Thank you, guys. It's oh, you, where's a our applause? Where our applause <laughs> meter? I don't remember which one it is. So we're going to give this couple okay, tries. Don't it, say anything. Give I'll edit it in. Give us. That's not it. That's not. That's not it. That's not it. Here, this one. That's nope, no, that's not he's not spooky. That one's nope, nope. Got, that doesn't I got, fit. I got daughters. <laughs> okay, nope, that's not. Yeah, it. no, that's not it. What, what about this one up here? What? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, it's gonna be the last for, one. I that's try. for later. There we go. <laughs> Jeff Mulliken, everybody. Jeff Mulliken. Awesome. <laughs> you know, I think that's yeah. the first time we've used that for somebody. It is. It is. So I feel honored. You feel should honored. feel honored. So, Jeff, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having Connect me. Podcast. So, you can jump in on this. Uh, have you ever done this Whole30 thing? I've, I have not done the Whole30. My, yeah. my real question is, have you actually gone the full 30 on no. any of the other attempts? I have. Good for you. Oh, that's that's okay. awesome. Uh, there, I was in college the last two times I did it. Okay, um, I was in much better shape. So I'm hoping at the end of this month I'll get closer. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Good for yeah. you. That's that that takes determination, some mental toughness, and yeah, yeah. Have you guys have you guys seen the um, Netflix series on the Blue Zones? I can't remember exactly what it's called exactly, but either. it's a new series. I I I've followed it before because this guy did a special on it. But it's these Blue Zones. And I've talked about this on the Connect podcast in the past, but uh, it places in the world where there's a concentration of population that lives to 100 years old. Okay. And so this guy has studied these places uh, from Okinawa to uh, Ikaria in Greece and Sardinia and, and actually Yorba Linda, I think, in California is the only one in the United States, Seventh-day Adventists. Actually, mm. the population of the Seventh-day Adventists that live to 100 years old. Why? Because it's all about the food. It's really, all, well, food and lifestyle mm. and all of that community. There's, there's several different factors. It's interesting how he goes in and studies and he looks at the commonalities between them to say, oh, there's something going on here with what they eat, what they don't eat, which is all of this, you know, taking all these additives mm-hmm. and all of this stuff out. And uh, and then how they do it together, how there's community, f- really strong family, strong communities, and and various other lifestyle things. And a lot of it is just natural movement mm-hmm. too. These people don't go out to exercise, but they but they work in gardens and they walk. And sometimes the places are are hilly, you know. Okay. So they're they're you know. So they do that year after year, decade after decade. And it's the cumulative effect is mm-hmm. longevity. So that's awesome. Really cool. Uh, that has nothing to do with what we're we're here for. But I got anyway, you got us on. on. You you got oh, you got. I brought it up and I lost interest. How about that? <laughs> you lost interest in what I just said. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. No, I think it's great. Um, you don't care. But it makes me you're, you're want to live in a blue zone and not in the Midwest because I can tell you what an anti blue zone is, and it's here. It is here. Well, you know what he's doing. He went to actually Minnesota and was trying to create these blue zones. Because he believes that we can create them mm. uh, by changing mm-hmm. the way way we eat, the way we you know move, mm. all of those things that we can change some of those things, create community within it. So yeah, all right. Are you bored? You got offended by listener. I said yes listener, time. are you bored? <laughs> Joel, Nick, you guys bored? Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear from Jeff. Yes, yes, That's I'm ready to hear here. from Jeff too. Jeff, man, it is great to have you. Sorry, sorry, we kind of. Uh, 
you know, put you in the middle of all of that. No, I, I, I love it. So shots fired on both ends. So it's, it's good. <laughs> it's good to see that. I, I am a little pleased it's been eight minutes in and he hasn't made fun of us for him being the only one with hair here. So that's, well, uh, that's true. I was that, saving that. That's, oh, were you saving <laughs> that? I just took his ace in the sleeve. Right yeah, there. yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, Hey, you know what? We're, we're proud of this. And, and you know you're my son, so That's a you could mechanism. end up yeah. you could end up at 56 looking just like this. So get a good look, buddy. I know. I remember well that you were uh, almost 10 years older than me before it started to leave. Yes. So that's, ex- that's absolutely true. So I'm going to be prideful for now. Yeah. My dad has a gray head of hair, and he always looks at me. He's like, "I'm so sorry." It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah. I married up. I'm I'm set. She's stuck <laughs> with me. Right. We've got yeah. multiple kids, so yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm good, just rocking yep. it. <laughs> right on. Right on. Well, Jeff, tell me how, how long have you been at Olivet as the coach? Yeah. So this is uh this is year number five. Um. So this will be my fourth season. Um. First season when we moved here, we didn't realize it, but COVID was coming. So oh, our yeah. our first year got cut short. So it's always kind of this limbo of, okay, well, it's my fourth season, you know, and obviously as, as a coach, there is a certain ego attached to that. Uh So when, when you look at wins and losses and things like that, when it's, you know, when you've won X number of games, but five years, well, that one year didn't count. So my ego always says, you know, four years, because that's, Mm -hmm. we've played four full seasons. So it's, it's kind of battling that, but yeah, no, this is, this is going on year five. So it's been, been an awesome journey and adventure to get to this point, but you know, God's led us every step of the way and even being here, stuff away from the job, uh, away from all of that has, has really kind of been impactful in our lives and, and we're, mm-hmm. we're grateful for it. So it's, it's been cool. That's awesome. How, how did God lead you guys here and where did you come from to get here? Yeah, it was actually, it was, it was really cool. I got, I got an email. Um, so the, the guy that was the athletic director at all of that, his name was Gary Newsom. Mm-hmm. Um, his son was my youth pastor. Oh, was um, really? so that's okay. kind of how we knew each other. Um, and he had kind of sent me an email. It was just like, Hey, there's some things shuffling around. If you're you know, interested you know, maybe start getting your stuff together and, and we'll kind of see where the process leads. Um, I was at a small Christian school in Northeast Georgia. It's called Tacoa Falls college. So mm-hmm. a Christian mission Alliance university. Yeah. Um, you know, great environment. You know, it probably is almost like a blue zone cause it's, it's small community. We had, um, you know, satellite internet. Um, for the first time, which was very bizarre. Our, our actual Nest thermostat would burn through our data in three days. Um, oh, so man. like we, it was, it was a total oh. 180 from where we were before that we were in Jacksonville shooting weddings. My wife was finishing her undergrad. We had just had a baby like yeah. cons, like nonstop, just boom, boom, boom. Then we go to this mountainous, beautiful area with like no internet. And like, it was like a total <laughs> slowdown of life and sure. And God moved amazing ways for us there. And um, but yeah, then the opportunity, all of that opened up and, and we came here and all along the way, everyone's like, why are you moving to Bourbon A? Why are you moving to Bourbon A? And, and we didn't get it until winter and oh, then winter yeah. hit and it's like, okay, why did we move here? And yeah. then we just, it's a great question to ask. Yeah it, yeah, it is. And it was, but you know, it's, God's been in it every step of the way. We've met some amazing people, um, built some really good community and relationships and it's, it's been, it's been really fun, but yeah, God definitely has a, has a sense of humor from Kansas, went to school in Georgia, didn't want to do anything anywhere where it was cold. And now I'm somewhere colder than where I grew up. So, um, it's, it's been kind of full circle. <laughs> and it's not easy to be a baseball coach in this area. I mean, when you think about it, cause you and I talked about this before, mm-hmm. uh, just awful, you know, spring, when you're uh when people you're competing against 
are in this, you know, they're in short sleeves and they're doing training and, you know, they're preparing. Mm -hmm. And you guys are shoveling, you know, sleet off of the off the field so you can practice. You know, that's a different animal. That's a different kind of, uh, you know, perseverance Mm -hmm. that it takes to coach and to play in in this environment. Yeah, it it definitely adds a, a different variable to the equation, which is always, always fun, right? You always like challenges, you know, maybe not in that scenario, but it's, yeah, it's been fun. It's new, new experiences, new challenges. It's, it's sharpened me as an individual because it's um, changed the way I coached, right? You know, it's almost like going from, you know, a large ministry to a small, right? When you're in the South, you're outside all the time. That's right. So you coach differently. It's just kind of like, oh, you screwed that up, do it again, right? Where when you're indoors, you can't really do that. You actually have to break it down because it's more one-on-one. It's sure. It's more relational. So it's yeah. definitely changed yeah. things, but it's it's been a positive. So that's that's great. Well, we're glad that God led you guys here. Yeah, we're uh, to this area. We are too. <laughs> yeah, we really are happy about that. You and your family, and and you are. I, I was starting to think. I think you are the third baseball coach that we've had attend our church. Okay, uh, the third, perhaps. Um, back in the day, uh, Elliot Johnson okay. was the first. That guy's awesome. Isn't he, <laughs> he awesome? Is awesome? That guy's, that guy's a legend. Actually, I met him. Um, they do an annual coaches conference and it's called the ABCA. Yeah. And I, I went to it last year and it was, uh, Dan Hefner was speaking. I remember it was a Dan. little FCA thing. Yeah. So yeah. another, all of that guy. And I'm, I'm sitting there and this guy comes walking in the door with this bigger than life personality and cowboy, cowboy hat. <laughs> and I, I leaned over to the guy sitting next to me and I'm like, random question. Is that, is that Elliot Johnson? And he's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like he was, he was my coach at, at Southern Nazarene. Oh, like, oh, no well. So I got yeah. to, got to chat with him, but yeah, talk about a bigger than life personality and, and somebody that did phenomenal things, not only for the baseball program, but for God. So, I mean, he, he left some very large shoes and and put very high expectations on on the baseball program. So yeah, Elliot was awesome. He he uh, they attended here for many years. Uh, his wife was uh, Logan's teacher, my first grade teacher. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. She was uh, a big reason why I wanted to learn how to play the guitar. That's so she's cool. She's my first grade teacher. Yeah. She would play acoustic guitar in class and sing worship songs with us and stuff. That's yeah, she's that's, a huge influence. That's so crazy. Like, and the footprint that we leave behind that we don't that, even we don't even realize right? it. You yeah. know, like that's such no. a that's such a cool thing. And Elliot taught uh, Sunday school here for okay. many years. And the guy's written a bunch of books. Oh yeah, and he is now doing this cowboy church thing, <laughs> and awesome. traveling to different places because he discovered that many of these cowboy churches that are you know they come, <laughs> I don't know if they ride up on their horses or not, but 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 anyway, they, they do. They have that they have that uh, kind of uh, commonality, and uh, he re- discovered they don't have really curriculum, so he started developing stuff for them to use and. The guy is just tenacious as it relates to uh, the Word of God, getting the Word of God out uh, to people and putting it in a form that they can understand and, mm-hmm. and, and be a part of. So, um, And Elliot, of course, has, has something else um, that is interesting and a connection both to, to you and to us, and that is he recruited Ben Zobrist. Mm-hmm. So, so Elliot made a call. I, I think uh, somehow I can't remember how the whole story goes, but he made a connection to Ben Zobrist mm-hmm. to have him try out. Mm-hmm. And it may have been the trials may have been over. I, I can't remember exactly the story, but but anyway, Ben ended up coming to Olivet Nazarene University, correct, and playing baseball for a couple of years here. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, then went on to Dallas Baptist. Correct. And then he went on to win a World Series for your baseball team. Yeah, for the Chicago Cubs. There well, you go. Well, the Kansas, the Kansas City, City Royals, Royals first. Yeah. And then he came to the Cubs and won one for you know, helped win one for us. So. Yeah, he's got he's got the secret sauce. Um, but I can't say enough about that guy. Um, he came last year and spoke at chapel and mm. had kind of reached out and was like, hey, would you be interested in me talking to the team? And I'm like, well, yeah, of course. That guy met with us in a classroom down a random hallway for over two hours. Wow. And stayed behind and signed autographs and took photos with each guy and he actually shared a little bit about that story. He had like taken his birthday money and had just gotten invited to this camp. Didn't even think he was going to play college baseball and then ends up doing the things that he did. And now mm-hmm. he's, he's launched a whole new initiative. I saw that. Um, I cool. Yeah. He shared it with us a little bit. And, you know, as he's talking about that, it's like, I want to go do that. Like that's, that's incredible. Mental health is such a huge thing. And, yes. and to have the platform that he does, um, it's, it's pretty phenomenal. So yeah, that, that dude was, like, I was, that was special for our guys. I mean, they're in there with their Zobris jerseys on and <laughs> I've got one too, um, yeah. mm-hmm. but yeah. it's just, and this is a, such a classic Ben Zobris story, right? Our guys are freaking out that they're going to get to meet Ben Zobrist and they have their jerseys and different things. And, um, Jeff Domagoski's all of that employee picked him up at the airport and he's bringing Ben down and, and he and Ben are having a conversation and Ben's nervous that the guys aren't going to know who he is, that they're, <laughs> that they're not going to be like intrigued by him, right. that it's just going to be kind of like, who's this weird old guy coming in here and talking. It's just the like, world series MVP. Right. So, but, but how cool, yeah, that right. Ago. That that's, that that's your perspective, mindset. Yeah. right. That it's yeah, like. Cool. You know, God's so much bigger than everything that he's doing that like he's not walking into this being like, oh, these guys all want to be me. They're all going to be wearing my jersey. They're all going to think because I did it. They can do it. He's literally like, are they even know who I am? Do they even (laughs) care? Like, is there a coach forcing them to come here? And it's like, that's probably the only meeting I've scheduled since I've been at all of that that had 100% attendance. Yes. That somebody didn't have a class or an alien parent or something like that (laughs) that popped up. It's it's amazing how everybody was was healthy and alert then. Well, that sounds just like him. I mean, I you you hear stories of him just pouring himself out to hmm. to programs, uh, baseball players, other people. Uh, he attended here at River Valley mm-hmm. when he was at Olivet, and uh, was part of mine and my wife's home group that we had of college students that met every week. And Ben was just of a different stripe. I mean, he loved talking theology. He loved his dad was a pastor. Mm-hmm. He was a pastor. So he loved he loved tuning into that. Um, I, I'll never forget <laughs> watching. Uh, we had a Super Bowl party one one night, and uh, he comes with his baseball crew, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they're in there, and 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 he said, "Hey, could I talk to you first? So we walk in my study, and he wants to talk about eschatology, <laughs> end times, oh, theology. <laughs> What? It's a Super Bowl party, man. It's a Super Bowl party. <laughs> let's talk. I about, mean, come on. Let's talk about read the, the room, <laughs> Ben. Read the room. Read this room, because I would rather be watching the Super Bowl party than talking about end times theology with you. And so, uh, but that's just how you know. That's just he's just very interested in in uh, in scripture, and mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so it was it was fun to see that have that season, and then see him go on and be you know. Uh, drafted and and see all the success that he's and, and to see that it you know um, he's managed it with a lot of with a lot of crisis he's mm-hmm. managed it well so we're grateful for him yeah um, so uh, you know we uh, uh, Jeff you know we talked to Nick about mm-hmm. this so I wanted to talk to 
to you about how, and you know, it may not be much different mm-hmm. than, from coach to coach, but each of you have kind of a philosophy of mm-hmm. how you approach uh, the sport and your players mm-hmm. and what what is it that you're trying to uh, kind of pour into them? Mm-hmm. What is it that you, when they leave four years from now that you would want them to take away from from their experience with the program and uh, and from relationship with you and mm-hmm. the other coaches and stuff? So so what what is kind of, you know, as you look about uh, – at the program and how you mm-hmm. approach it, how does faith, how does mm-hmm. your faith kind of interact uh, and inform kind of how you approach the philosophy of, of baseball and coaching? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a great question. And that's kind of what we as coaches want to always reevaluate, right? It's, it's real easy in, in this marketplace to get caught up in wins and losses and success yeah. and championships and, and things that are really kind of self-gratifying. Um, but it's, really trying to hold on true to the, you know, legacy mindset. You know, we, we try to preach into our guys is, you know, this is temporary. Yeah. Much like life, baseball is temporary. You know, you might have one year, two years, three years, four years. Some of you get to make that choice. Some of it, that choice is made for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but no matter what happens at the end of the year, when your eligibility is done or you graduate or you transfer, you take that jersey that you wore all season, you put it back into a locker. And then four months later, that number is going to be assigned to somebody else. And so my question to them is, what do you want the team around them to say when they pass out jersey number 10? Right. Do you want them to be like, oh, man, that was Steve's. You don't want that one. Run that through in a couple extra cycles. <laughs> right, like, uh, right, I hope you yeah. don't do that. Or do you want yeah. them to be like, oh, man, that, that, that was Ethan's number. Like that's that's a big number to, to follow. Right. Because, you know, and it's it's a unique time in just everyone's journey and their relationship with God and their, how they got to all of that. So it's, it's trying to be sensitive to that and realizing that, that times are changing. They're getting over inundated with information and, and really just trying to kind of meet them where they're at and keeping that mindset of the legacy mindset. And what are people going to say about you when your time here is done? Um, so it's really kind of pouring into that, letting them realize that their identity is more than just baseball. Some of them will get it that their identity is in Christ. Some of them won't ever get it. Some of them, it takes a little bit longer. Um, that was probably one of the hardest things that I had to learn when I first became a head coach, right? I had this vision that like, I was going to lead a small group. We we're going to have, you know, a baptismal off the, off the foul pole and like all, all this stuff that was just <laughs> right. going to be this like, you know, Jesus revolution yeah. and, and all these things were going to happen. And, and that hasn't been the case for me. That doesn't mean it's not going to be for somebody else. That doesn't mean that's not something that I'm striving for. Um, but it's been really unique to see how God has worked, you know, very similar to kind of what you were discussing about the first grade teacher playing the acoustic guitar. And now here you are leading worship for a church, right. And realizing that we're our footprint and our imprint and our fingerprints, it's, it's all over everyone's lives. And, you know, I may not be that role for somebody from start to finish. I might just be there to help them get to that relationship with Christ. I might be there just to model what that looks like. And maybe that's just having my wife and kids at practice. Maybe that's just having the guys over to our house for dinner. And, you know, maybe that's in modeling. Um, some of it, it's, it's encouraging them to be disciples. So it's really trying to identify as quickly as possible. Okay, Derek, how can I impact you? Right. Whether I have you for a semester, whether I have you for a year, whether I have you for two years, three years, four, whatever that is, how can I make the most immediate impact without turning you off 
and without coming across too strong, right? Because there is some elements of that being at a Christian school, sure, right? They're getting over inundated with it and they're looking for reasons. Why don't I like this? Right. Why is this not for me? So it's trying to find that, find that balance and, and live it out. So I think as, as a coach, you're, you're trying to constantly, you know, like the, the old WWJD bracelets, right. It's trying to keep your cool, trying to keep your composure, um, trying to, to model the most Christ like that you possibly can, but also peeling back enough to show the flaws and, that I'm a very, very flawed individual. I make mistakes and, and being accountable. And, sure. and when I make those, and we had to do that last year, um, you know, partway through the season, I, I was kind of making things a little too much about me, trying to repeat the success that we had. And I brought the team together and I was like, listen, guys, I've let you down up until this point. Like I made things about me. It's not what it's about. It's about you guys. It's about developing as men. It's about growing because you're going to leave here and you're going to go into the world, right? right? My goal is that they experience Christ enough that they want a relationship with him, that they have enough belief in themselves that they go and get a career, not a job, that they are strong enough in who they are as a person that they can get into a healthy relationship with somebody. And then if it's in the cards for them to have a family, then then they're the best fathers possible. But I think it's just getting them to realize that um, there's more to life than baseball. Um, for me, it's it's a relationship with God. It's It's through my faith. So I hope that I impart that on them. Um, but also realizing that if they're with me for four years and that's all they take from it is that God's the most important thing in my life. To me, I have to be able, willing to take that as a victory in the same way that I would take it as a victory for the kid that comes to me and says, what does being a Christian mean? What, what does accepting Christ? What, like, what, what is that? Right. So, um, just finding the victories in the small conversations, the big conversations. Um, I think that's kind of, kind of the big, the big things for, for me. Um, but again, I, all, all coaches are different. Everybody, everybody goes about it differently. Everybody kind of has a different measuring stick. Um, yeah, I love, I love that Jeff, because you, um, because at a Christian university, you know, people have, uh, understandings about what that is mm -hmm. and who's there. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, those kinds of understandings are, are not true, right? You know, so so you have people coming, you have players coming from all over the country, mm -hmm. all kinds of different backgrounds. We actually have them all over the world, all our, over the world. Yeah, okay. we have a pitcher from Venezuela. Our okay. catcher is from South Korea. Okay. Um, yeah, so we've got awesome. Puerto Rican, Dominicans. I mean, we got a little bit it's of incredible little ads. Well, what are what a unique experience mm -hmm. for all of them to have those kinds of cultural. Uh, you know, melting pot. I love that. Mm. Uh, but when you when you bring people together, you're bringing people, you know, Christians, non-Christians alike, you're making a team of them, you're mm -hmm. coaching them. So it is a unique, it is both a unique advantage mm -hmm. as, a, as a coach and as a Christian coach in a Christian university uh, to be able to share faith and be open about your faith and to answer questions and mm -hmm. lead and guide and direct these guys into... Uh, relationship with Christ or answer questions that might bring them one step closer. Uh, I love that. But, you know, you said something about the family. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me about your family for a second. And tell me about, because you mentioned, uh, you know, a lot of what these guys will learn is through observation. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, they're going to learn game. They're going to learn strategy. They're going to learn technique. They're going to learn uh, through through you guys uh with regard to faith, mm -hmm. when they're open to that, 
you're going to coach them about life. You're mm-hmm. going to answer. You're going to counsel them about relationships. They're, right. going, to, they're going to come to you for a thousand different things, right? Right. Uh, but that family piece, mm-hmm. uh, where they're they're observing you mm-hmm. and your kids and your wife and your relationship, mm-hmm. I think that's so powerful. For uh, and I don't know if that's unique or not, but I, I think uh, what I've seen is it's 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 common among all the the coaches at Olivet that mm-hmm. I, I know of yeah. that, that the families are very involved. Mm-hmm. The families are very uh, present with the teams. Mm-hmm. And tell me, tell just tell me a little bit about your family. Tell me about how whether intentionally or not, mm-hmm. you know, that's exposing the players to your family and family life. Um, how, how is that part of the philosophy? Is that part mm-hmm. of what you're you you want them to see? And what you know, what are those takeaways? Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm very very transparent in the recruiting process. Um, you know, I tell them about my faith, and tell them about my family, and that they're going to be a part of it. Um, when I started going into coaching, um, I at the time recently gotten married. I was a wedding photographer, and coaching was just kind of something that God kept providing opportunities, but I never looked at it as a career option. Um, and one day it just kind of hit me like, this is what I want to do. Like, I like working with the guys, I like being a part of their life. And, and I told my wife that, and, you know, of course a little bit of a shock to her. Cause you know, when she married me, I was, I was still cool. I, you know, I had a cool leather jacket. I dressed like how and a, a mullet at a photographer should. I had, I actually had hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She still married me. <laughs> it's bad hair, um, you know. But her big thing was that she wanted to be a part of it. And the conversations that we had was, she was going to be a part of it. When we had kids, they were going to be a part of it. And once it wasn't fun for her, and she didn't feel connected, then we would go do something else. So yeah. that's always been the nucleus of it: is that my wife's going to be a part of it as much as she wants to be. So. Um, obviously we've, since we've been here, we've been through some very, very different seasons. Um, some good, some bad. And, um, so her role in that has, has kind of changed, but the, the idea behind it is the exact same. We have the guys over to our house as much as we can. Um, cause it, it is important, right? Um, my dad had a phenomenal work ethic that he learned from his dad and I've learned work ethic from him and it, not because he said, Hey, Jeff, you got to work hard. You know, when someone gives you something, you got to work hard. No, he never said that, but I saw him, right? Um, I, I try not to complain or say that I'm tired. I, my dad is 68 and still working like a crazy man just because he loves it, right? <laughs> right, right. I've never heard my dad say I'm tired. I've never heard my dad be like, oh, you know, I just, I don't want to be working anymore. It's too much. Like, so in taking that, it's like, I need to be that for my guys. Like I, I can't talk badly about my wife. I can't talk badly about having a family. They need to see it. They need to model it. Cause I don't, you know, everyone thinks, oh, they're at all of that. You know, they come from a, you know, a Christian high school. They got three car garage. Everything's, everything's great. And and that couldn't be further from the truth with the guys on my team. Um, you know, and in, in, in my time here, I've, I've had players whose parents have been incarcerated during their tenure with me. I've had guys come in that parents have were incarcerated before. It, it's it's really some people don't know their dads. Some people come from broken homes, and I think modeling what I feel like a Christian marriage should look like is is vital for them to be able to see it. It's you know one thing to say, "Hey, respect women," but how? What better way than to show them right in the same way that um, 
you know, you want to model a life like Christ, not because you're putting yourself on a pedestal, but it's, it's almost out of a, a sense of gratitude for what he did for you. Um, you know, I want to be like my dad, not because it's some self gratifying thing, but just out of like a greatness for all the things that he did for me. And I'm where I am because of him. So I want to model that for my kids. Not so my kids look at me and be like, Oh dad, you're awesome. You did all that. No, like I want to do all these things and provide for them so they can have the best life that they can. And I think it's important for them to, to see me behind the curtain that I'm not just this, I'm just the coach and you know, but there are, there are pitfalls to that. Right. Sure. Um, you know, sometimes you, you become too approachable, you become too accessible and you really have to work on that balance of, you know, respect and fear and, 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 and all of that. So it's, it's been a, been a fun journey. Obviously, as I get older, it definitely gets a lot easier. Um, sure. Cause yeah. I can relate to them on a much different level. They say words, I have no idea what they're even talking about, but, um, <laughs> But yeah, no, families, families, everything, um, and, and getting to have my kids around them and, and them get to experience that it's, it's huge. And it's, it's why I love the level. Um, you know, all of that's NAIA, it's very competitive, but like you can have balance, you can have a life. Um, and that's, it's really, really important. Which, which is, uh, you know, a little unique in coaching because mm -hmm. coaching requires, I mean, it, 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 there's a lot of sacrifice mm -hmm. involved in it, right? So, mm -hmm. so just because you're not playing doesn't mean you're not working. Correct. Uh, you know, you're recruiting, you're, <laughs> you know, you're doing all of that. And it's, it's a, a challenge to keep that balance. Mm -hmm. So I, I love, Jeff, that you've involved the family as you have in the players' lives. I think that's so, so key because, again, I think the people think of Christian university and they think stereotypes and, mm -hmm. and they don't you're getting the, you know, you take, you scoop up uh, people from, from all over the place and you're mm -hmm. going to have, you know, uh, all of these different uh, backgrounds, issues, socioeconomic differences, spiritual differences. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's just a, you know, it's a snapshot mm -hmm. of a surrounding, a surrounding community or mm -hmm. city or whatever. So, so I, I love the fact that you're giving them that picture mm -hmm. uh, of kids and parenting and uh, marriage because it's, it's so important to their life because, like you say, many of them don't have that mm -hmm. picture. Uh, and and to, to think that coaching, it, that's part of coaching. Right. You know, it's not just on the field. It's off the field, in the house, mm -hmm. having meals uh, together. All of that together uh, is informing and shaping and, mm -hmm. uh, them into, into the men that you hope they become mm -hmm. uh, as, as godly husbands, godly fathers, um, right. you know, uh, godly uh, career, mm -hmm. whatever the career they choose, you know? So I, I, I love that. Um, you know, Jeff, you, uh, you know, so, so oftentimes you, you mentioned like in the good times and the bad times, you know, that, and being transparent about mm -hmm. your own flaws and, and to be able to say to players, look, I've made this about me. I mean, that, that's, that takes a lot of courage mm -hmm. to do that, doesn't it? But, but that is really about integrating our faith too, isn't it? To be, mm -hmm. um, transparent to these guys who believe maybe or have a an understanding that you have to look behave a mm -hmm. certain way uh and and there a level of perfection right or you can't even name the name of christ or you can't be call yourself a follower of jesus um uh to to model that before them mm -hmm. is 
is pretty amazing, uh, but it takes a lot of courage mm-hmm. because as soon as you admit those things, you you don't know what their reaction actually is going to be. Either. Right. So I would be interested in saying what was their reaction to that. So you've had mm-hmm. you've had success. Mm-hmm. You know what what are some of those successes as a team? Um, yeah, uh, I mean we we've, we've done some cool things. You yeah. know we've we've been fortunate to to have some talented teams. So you have the you know first year we we won the regular season and the conference tournament for the first time in school history. We did it again the next year for the first time in conference history. So yeah, we've done done some cool things. We had, um, you know, all Americans for the first time since Ben, ben Zobris was a player mm-hmm. here. So yeah, we've, mm-hmm. we've been very, very, very fortunate, but yeah, like you said, I mean, it was mixed, you know, I've at that time we had 47 players. So I said that to a room of 47 guys and, and you have to think too, like we only traveled 26. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm speaking to a room where 21 of those kids are kind of like, what are you talking about? I didn't, I would, <laughs> right. those weekends, I wasn't even there. Like, what, what do right. you, what do you mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah it, it was mixed, you know, some of my guys were like, you know, Hey coach that I really appreciated that. And I had a couple of guys like, coach, you didn't need to do that. Like you don't need to apologize. Like it's your program. And you know, it's, it, then it's trying to explain to them. Like, no, it's not guys. Like <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's, it's all that it's, it's God's. It's so much bigger than me. I'm absolutely, I, I am replaceable. Right. But, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's getting them to realize that because it, it, at no point when, when Christ was on earth, did he make things unattainable at no point was it ever like, okay, once you do all these things, once you achieve this and it's, it's, so it's trying to get them to understand that, um, mm-hmm. you know, cause it, there is, and there's a fine line, you know, and cause frankly, I would not have recruited myself out of high school, right? I was not what an, all of that fit would be, but I, all of that was exactly a place where I should have gone. Right. I went to a school, all transactional, all about your achievements, mm-hmm. all about baseball. And I, I went down a really bad path. Um, and I was seeking, you know, yeah. where it's like, and I always try to keep that in, in mind and, and I'll have, I'll call people out on that sometimes. Like sure. they'll be saying stuff about a guy or a player. I'm like, would you have recruited yourself? Do you fit that standards when you were 17, mm-hmm. when you were 18? I, I definitely did not. Right. I, I still don't at 38 sometimes. Right. right? I, I do things and I'm like, man, this is embarrassing. But yeah, rarely do we, um, rarely do we measure up to the standards we hold other people to. Oh, never, never, <laughs> never. That's why like, I like, when I get into that part in Matthew and it's like, you know, you'll be held to the standard that you hold other people. I'm always like, oh, I don't know about that one. Like, you know, all this other stuff I'm cool with, but that one I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Some of these people I hold to a pretty high standard. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. And, but I mean, coaching in general takes a lot of courage, you know, and it it's, does. it's no different. I mean, it's, it's my ministry. It's no different than, your ministry, it takes a lot of courage to get up there and, and to make yourself vulnerable because there's always going to be critics. There's always going to be people that want to debunk you with some hypocrisy or, or things like that. So it's, it's always that challenge and, and, and coaching's this, the same, right? Everybody thinks I just roll some baseballs out there and make a lineup and recruit some kids. And it's, that's 10% of my job, right? Like exactly. 10% of your job is Sunday. Yeah. And so many people don't understand that. It's like, oh, you know, I bet Pastor Derek's out there golfing, doing all this stuff, you know, and it's like, no, I wish. Yeah. It's like, you guys don't understand. Like there's budgets, there's scheduling, (laughs) there's recruiting, there's compliance, there's eligibility. There's all these different umbrellas that we have to work under where coaching is only 10%. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm fortunate. My wife is a, is a pastor's kid. And, um, so I, I know the world that you guys are in and mm-hmm. she understands and it's cool for her cause she gets to see the ministry aspect of it. But, um, you know, it's, just, it's important that my guys see me as a human being, 
I'm, I am not somebody that's keeping them from their dreams. Um, it's hard for parents to see that, to see that I'm a human. Um, what I am is I'm an obstacle. Um, what's keeping their son from being the starting shortstop (laughs) on what's keeping their son from going to the MLB. And it's like, Uh no guys, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer. Mm. I'm a husband, I'm a father. And then I'm a baseball coach. That's right. Right. And it's, so I I think also having my family around kind of protects that too. And reminds them like, cause I tell them all the time, like I'm fortunate. I've got three coaches. They're all married. And I try to explain to the guys like, Hey, when you're texting us like eight o'clock to open up a room or, or do something like we're going to do it, but realize we're walking away from our wife for mm-hmm. an hour to yeah, do that. That's right. We'll do it gladly, but like respect that. Right. You know, same thing for you guys, right? Like you will gladly, you will go through anything for the people that are a part of what you're doing. Sure, but sure. like it also, it's not just non-sacrificially, right? <laughs> so it's, mm-hmm. I think just making sure that they see the whole picture is, is important. Um, but yeah, all of that is unique in that, right. You had Nick yeah. here, you know, yeah. Ashley, you know, Parker, Layla, they're, yeah. they're around all the time too. Yes, and, they are. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's important. It's people need to need to see that, um, you know, how cool that, you know, you guys get to do ministry together as, as father and son. And, and mm-hmm. that's important. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, I, I think that's, that's huge. You know, and it's 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 important to to see that, and and that Absolutely. that adds so much more value, right? Because you're someone that you've seen the good and bad, right? You've seen the guy yelling at you for missing curfew, <laughs> and yet yet you're still showing up and doing your thing, and yeah. um, you know that that yeah. that stuff's family's everything. You know, at, yeah. at the end of the day, that's that's what matters, right? You know, absolutely true. Right before you stand before God when you're on your deathbed, what are you thinking about? All the family, all the things, and. And, and all of that, right? Those are going to be your last moments. And then you're going to be in front of God. And it's like, oh man, I, I didn't feed that person and do that. Then you got all those regrets, right? But in, in, in those moments, it's, it's always going to be about family. And um, that's, yeah. Well, I love it, Jeff, that, you know, uh, what a beautiful picture to be able to show the, the players of family, uh, of kids, and you got a beautiful family and to uh, let them in mm-hmm. to see that. Because some coaches, there would be a wall there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a complete wall. They don't ever get to see the inside. Right. Uh, not only the inside of a family life, mm-hmm. but inside of who they actually are, too. Mm-hmm. Because it is after the, the W. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with, I mean, you don't want to have a losing season. No, <laughs> no, no. You, you want to win. Correct. You want to win. And, and, it's, and it is about uh, building into them so that mm-hmm. they can be the best they can be to, to be uh, successful. Uh, at the same time, as you say, uh, they're, they're, uh, this is temporary. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is a season of life that will come and go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, I love what you're doing. And I know that what you and your other coaches are pouring into these guys are going to form and shape them over these, you know, the four years they're with you mm-hmm. or whatever it might be uh, into their lives. Uh, because... Um, yeah, uh, and for you to be transparent in that way, mm-hmm. for even the players that came up to you and said you didn't have to do that, coach, right? They'll not, they'll never forget that. Correct. Well, because yeah, you got you got to put yourself out there, and you know, and you know, my wife and I we went through that that really dark season, and um, it was so cool because you know we we did a vigil for the for the son that we lost, and we hosted it at our at our house, and um, my team showed up, mm-hmm. and they, they got to be there, and they got to be a part of it, and then you yeah. know, then you peel back, right? One of my players, I won't use his name, but you know, his, before him, his parents 
had lost a mm. child and okay. another player before him, parents had lost a child. So here I'm connecting on a level so much deeper than baseball and, and getting them to, to realize that stuff's going to happen. Yes. Yeah. And very rarely have I looked at things in my life and been like, that's what I dreamed it would be. This is how I wanted it to happen. And then it happened. Right. Um, I love where I'm at. I love where I'm, I love who I'm married to. I yeah. love my family, but yeah. it's not what I pictured. Right. I didn't mm -hmm. picture 38 living in Bourbon, Illinois <laughs> and, and, and all those things. Right. Like that's, that's not when I was, you know, forecasting my life, you know, that's, that's not what I pictured, but like, yeah. it's exactly what I needed and it's exactly what I want now. Right. Um, so I think it's just, it's, it's getting to, to have that whole, whole experience. And, you know, some guys, you know, when they're done playing for me, I will, I will never talk to them again, not by my choice, but by theirs. And, you know, some, um, there's former players I, I talk to weekly, um, mm -hmm. from other schools or from all of that. And it's just, it's, it's cool. Right. You know, it's, they get me for life whether they want it or not. I'm, I'm available. And, and I yeah. think that's, that's something that that's important to, to put out there. Absolutely. Well, you got a unique privilege <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad that God has, has led you into that privilege, uh, to influence these guys in a way that, uh, will, you know, they'll keep coming back because they've got a mentor in you. They mm -hmm. don't have just a coach on the field. They've mm -hmm. got a mentor. They've got a, a man who, um, who, a man of faith that is willing to share and, and also counsel mm -hmm. them in, in just life. I'm sure you get calls like that. You yeah. Know, well, it's, where you, guys are just wanting some, Hey, what would you do? Or some <laughs> yeah. advice, uh, whether it's them, them coaching themselves mm -hmm. or, or, um, or other job related questions yeah for sure well you 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 get mature enough to realize it has nothing to do with me and you leave enough room for god to get involved and those are the things that are important and kind of relinquishing control and realizing that like my time's done right I, I can't go out there and play anymore and it's it's about giving them those opportunities preparing them and 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 leaving room for god and yeah and allowing him to work as well um so yeah Awesome, Jeff. It has been a, it's a privilege uh, to hear you. I and uh, and to uh, just see how God keeps, you know, uh, bringing these four seasons together mm -hmm. and the people that He's brought to your team and uh, how God has just continued to walk with you guys uh, as you walked with Him through um, challenges and successes and joys and and we're we're grateful grateful for you yeah well it's 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 been fun it's it's exciting right life yeah life is a constant journey and um you know one of my favorite quotes is you know you you live life forwards and you understand it backwards right um so it's just you kind of keep putting one foot in front of the other whether things are going good or not and that's i'm gonna do a little plug here for baseball and you know it's that's what's beautiful about baseball it's it's a game of failure right the best fail seven out of ten times and you know it's about persevering through that and 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 finding that. And I'm sure as I'm saying this, you're making already references to the, you know, Lord of the Rings and how they persevere to get to Mordor <laughs> and destroy it. the ring. He gets and, it. He, yeah. And, and you it. know, the rebel fighters were up against the, you know, the Imperial <laughs> Imperial Army and, and no one thought yes! they could do it. And and a man and his yes. robot saved the day. Right. So it's just it's just getting them to realize all those things. Right. There's so many parallels in in sport and life and um yeah, and then getting them to view it through the lens of God. And realizing that there are no perfect people. God meets you exactly where you're at. There's no checklist. There's no prerequisites. There's nothing that you have to do. Um, and I think that's that's my job 
break down the ivory walls, break down the pedestals and realize God wants you right where you are. That's when, right. when God got a hold of my heart, I wasn't where I should have been. Right. Yeah. Um, but he brought someone in my life that grabbed a hold of me and pointed me that way. And that's, that's what we all need to strive for is whether you impact one person or a million people, um, that you, that you make an imprint on somebody and they look and they walk away from that conversation, that interaction different and they look to God and that they know like, okay, maybe he's different because of this and, um, you know, making that attractive. So I love it. Love it, Jeff. Thank you. You know, uh, I did not tell you something that, uh, I don't know, maybe you would have guessed it. Maybe not, but, uh, you know, I did play a little baseball myself. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I, I would have guessed from the, the build. And yeah, the, yeah. The, the, my the build frame. seems says, <laughs> says, you know what, this guy was a player. He certainly was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I played high school baseball. Okay. And I played, I started, I played, played first base. Nice. Do, do I look like a first baseman? I was left-handed. You know, that was everyone has different thing. things that they look for, right? <laughs> <laughs> Some of us can't be picky. So I, I'm assuming that coming out of high school, if if you and I would have known each other, mm-hmm. and you would have been a coach, you you probably would have probably given me a second look, I would assume. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, sometimes there's there's guys you recruit that play on the field, and there's guys that you recruit to, <laughs> to influence the locker room, and God is putting an anointing, and the Holy Spirit is in you, and I think I would have noticed that, and you could have you could have reached some of those All-Americans we're trying to recruit. <laughs> That's right. That was the nicest, uh, nicest it, it put was. down I've ever heard it in my was. life. It was. That was the, it was. It's it so was. true. You, you, you might have felt here, good there. I'm yeah. actually over here nodding yeah. in agreement yeah. with all of it, not realizing that he's just taking uh. me down. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't I didn't mention that my high school had 200 people in it. But anyway. It's okay. Uh, yeah. It Go was, Wildcats. Yeah, not a lot of, not a lot of uh, pool, pool to choose from. <laughs> you know. Hey, beggars can't be choosers. That's right? right. No, no, you can't. You can't. No, but that's what, but like, honestly, that's another thing that's so cool about baseball. It, there is not a body type, right? If True. if you were that height and you went out for basketball, it'd be like, that's it'd cute. Be a challenge. That's cute. But like, you know, there's, there's some flyers we need hung up, right? right. But like baseball, it's, it, it takes all types, yeah, you know, and takes people from all different walks of life, all different backgrounds, all different sizes. I mean, professional baseball to the best players you got aaron judge who's an absolute beast and then jose altuve who's a cute cute little person yeah right? i like, know i know um that's what's that's what's unique about it and that's what's cool about baseball right you, it is it anybody is. can be anybody anybody can do anything like we can go play the best division one team if we play in 10, 10 times we we might be able to get them one or two or three times right football it's just not gonna happen mm-hmm. right basketball is just it's not gonna happen Baseball is a quirky, quirky game, um, you know. Always opportunities. Yep. For instance, the Cubs, the Chicago Cubs. There you, you know? go. So the question is, are they gonna, are they gonna, are they gonna reach the Brewers? Are they gonna catch them? You think? I, I think they will. I think they, I think they got enough. They got enough veteran guys. They got enough experience. I, I, I'm excited for them. I think they got like what 24 games left. They're a game and a half behind. I think like so, that. but. 22 but they're games. right yeah they're, but they're right there where they want to be it's it's you know a far cry from where they were last year and yes. and so it's it it it's exciting you know and I'm, I'm hoping that the cubs can pull it off you know uh 
I hope the Bears stay exactly where they are. That's a big fundraiser for us. So the <laughs> the noon games to work those are a lot better. But um, <laughs> right. but yeah, no, I, th- I think the Cubs. I think yeah, the you're Cubs sitting here with the Kansas City uh, Chiefs I am, jersey on. I am so yeah. Mahomes jersey. I, I don't know how wide this podcast goes, but if Chris Jones hears this, sign the contract, dude. <laughs> you know he is a listener. We got a we got a, a request to be on from him. Recently. Oh, did you? Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend that I've ever heard that name before. <laughs> he's, he's basically the best defensive player that the chiefs have had in a really long time and they're like getting in a contract negotiation where like the spread is like seven million dollars where it's like somebody needs to either give up that money or like just pay the man right, <laughs> right. Like they, they like when they do all those breakdowns of this like ridiculous analytics like when he's on the field versus not like yes yeah. it's a quite big, a difference it's, yeah. it's it's a big difference yeah. so he's our he's our luke skywalker on defense there so he's man he just keeps coming in he just keeps, keeps what are we having jeff back that's what i want bringing in the yeah. references doesn't he <laughs> yeah. yeah he's yeah. being so kind to just bring you into the conversation this has been really generous yeah. well yeah. listen yeah. i i get it i was he's, a, he's been sleeping uh part of part of every time i talk he kind of fades <laughs> yeah. off reminds Zone me out. of sunday mornings but then, some emails yeah no yeah. i get it i was i was an anomaly i did art and sports in high school um yeah. you know the sport guys didn't get it the art guys didn't get it and i was just kind of always in the middle thank god uh, i had a teacher miss hind that played softball and she got it and and encouraged that so i i, I get it i, I love it's it awesome. I, I love art i love photography i love design and i love sports so i just fantastic yeah. super cool yeah well jeff it's been a privilege to have you on yeah thank you guys thank you yeah wish well, you guys the the best of luck yeah we'll have to and... uh we'll have to bring you on again at some point yeah maybe uh and we'll talk more sports because you know because after you leave after you leave the room I, i've got nobody i've got nothing well, yeah. hey, kickoff is in three hours it's come true. on over to the house That's watch the true. chiefs game and there you go you know nobody it, else is gonna watch it with him it's no true. no it's true. I, i'm Not I in our family be, i will be all alone <laughs> wherever i'm watching i wouldn't know where alone. to find it <laughs> actually this one you might because it's on amazon prime okay there you go so okay. you, there you, you might go. accidentally you fall go. into sure. it so yeah. the thursday night games are on amazon prime sometimes so. my <laughs> iphone will give me like updates from apple news of like scores and stuff I'm like that's adorable yeah, that's, <laughs> thank yeah. you apple yeah, you work on your algorithms there yeah, guys. Yeah, you're waiting for september wasting. 12th aren't you <laughs> yeah. yes oh yeah for yeah. sure you're, yeah, waiting, the, you're waiting for the, that and you have no idea what september 12th is you know what september 12th is September twelfth. Uh, no, I don't. I I know I won't be here though. No, Maybe. Apple is unveiling their next overpriced phone. Yeah, and they do their whole bit. So when you're a design person, you just you like the graphics and the yeah, way they present the videos, it. the animation. So my best friend and I, we've been watching those events and getting tacos because it's over lunch every time. We've yeah. been doing that for like ten years. So it's it's uh, impressive. We're cutting out time of the work day. To now watch that. now I'm impressive. bored. Oh, well, well, there you go. There you go. Mr. He just upgraded his iPhone since like I did. five like years buying, ago. It's like buying a car. It's ridiculous. It, it the big. amount of time it takes to yeah. just upgrade a phone takes forever. Yeah. Well, it's a Tuesday, yeah. so maybe you'll get a Taco Tuesday deal. Hey. And maybe you'll be able to afford the new that'd phone. Be, that'd be great. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Take out a second mortgage so I can yeah. get two of them from me and my wife. There you go. Well, man, what a privilege to have you, Jeff. And uh, grateful for you, your family. Grateful that... Uh, you guys make River Valley your home, and yeah. and we'll uh, yeah we'll be uh, looking forward to uh, season coming up. Yeah, uh, hopefully some nice weather that you actually want to come nice, out to a game. Yes, I would like to. <laughs> I would like to. 
uh, and or come help you shovel there you uh, the go. field. There you go. Uh, to uh, to make it happen. All right, we we open in Arizona. Maybe we need a chaplain to come you along with us. So you know, I like the way you think. All Jeff. about if you're hearing this, maybe some fundraising I opportunities like, for a chaplain I to come to probably Arizona. Probably be good with to us. Have a, I sing like, a couple songs oh, together. Gotta have, gotta have worship music. I like the you way gotta, you think. You gotta have some worship music like out there. The so <laughs> there we go. Not yes. asking for too much, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us yeah. today on the Connect Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.